From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Whoa, Matt Doan, that kind of sounds like a record scratch. Yeah, that's like a DJ situation you have going on. But that was just his jacket zipper. That's my jacket. I'm wearing a jacket indoors because it is freezing here at Calvary Church today. We're saving a little money, but we also are suffer- suffering for the Lord. <laughs> we are. My office was so cold that I was wearing my full like puffer jacket yeah. as well as I had a blanket on my lap today when I was <laughs> writing my sermon this morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is very uncharacteristic for SoCal, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we're, all, we're all kind of suffering together. Yeah. This building though like first you know like how it's made of this stone or this like split <laughs> uh block right so this giant building of block yeah <laughs> somehow I, I think it's fine when it's hot actually it's not as bad when it's hot but when, i mean it's terrible in here when it's hot too i guess yeah. people people know it gets stuffy in here when it's hot but yeah. especially but like when it's cold it just feels like when it takes cold, a long time to get it back warm again it's painful yeah I know. It really is. We're suffering, you guys. We are. We are. (laughs) So that's why I got my jacket. (laughs) Uh, I've been listening back to you, and i got to control my laughing a little bit more. (laughs) What do you mean? I don't know. Just the wheeze. The wakeling wheeze. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I just got to control my wheezing, my wheeze laughing. That's the best part. That's the best part. <laughs> the wiggling wheeze has got to stop. Here, let's let's do it. Let's try make try make me laugh. <laughs> it's so hard now. It's so funny. Once someone ever says that, like try to make me laugh or be funny, it's all of a sudden you can't be funny anymore. But, I know it's true. Um, that's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to think what I would even do to make you laugh right now. But I feel like I could make you laugh. <laughs> if you did no, the really. wiggling wheeze. That would make me laugh. <laughs> There's the don't laugh. That's a good one. Oh boy. So right. how you doing? We haven't we haven't uh, uh, jumped on a pod in a couple weeks. That's here. right. We did not record last week. Yeah. Basically, if it doesn't work out Monday, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. We had last Monday off. That's right. President's Day weekend. Yep. So uh, didn't didn't put it together the rest of the week. Did you do anything fun on President's Day day off? We do take that as a holiday here at Calvary. Boy, let's see. That was seven days ago. Trying to think through. Do you want me to say what I did while you think? Yeah. Um, okay. So I did a long bike ride, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go? I went down to the back bay. Uh, so from my house up in Tustin, rode down the, the trail that kind of heads. You have to head up that trail that's like kind of by Target, I uh-huh. guess, over off Irvine Boulevard and yeah. Target. Yeah. And then it heads down to the beach from there. Wow. That's so, great. Yeah, so headed down to to the back bay and mm-hmm. back just around thirty miles Jeez, or so. That's crazy. Which was nice. Yeah, I got a half Ironman coming up in a month, April first. So it's gonna be good. I'm def- Anyone going with you? Or are you doing this solo? Uh, I am doing this race with two friends. Hmm. One is named Greg Clark. Yes, who is goes the to Calvary? He goes to Calvary Ironman Extraordinaire, Elder. and the other is also a Calvary guy named Brian Hendricks. Oh, yeah, I didn't know either one of those guys has jumped in with you. I know. So uh, I kind of I conned Brian into getting into this <laughs> race recently as I was talking about something else, and then we started talking about triathlon stuff because he's he is an Ironman as well. He has done yes. an Ironman, so. So is your goal just to beat one of them, beat both of them, or no. are you going to like pastorally serve them and let them win? 
Yeah. Or is there even winning in Iron Man triathlons? There's definitely winning. There's faster time wins, you know? So, but it's just, I feel like my heart here is a heart of service, (laughs) of love and care for my brothers in the Lord. Yes. And I want to serve them well. Yes. So let them blaze (laughs) past you. (laughs) I got a chance against Brian because he just started training like a month ago. No, but he's got such mental he does. fortitude. It's he crazy. Does. He does. This is a this is a mental game. Yeah. I you know, I've I've participated in a couple marathons and <laughs> one of the ones that I did, I felt like I was having a good run. I was like, I'm gonna finish <laughs> this thing. That's the goal, finish, right? Obviously, yes. And I looked around at everyone that was in my pack and they all looked about the age of seventy five. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's always so sad. This is my, this is my age bracket. This is my my speed. And if you're 75, hey, no shame. Yeah, it's just not where like a 40 year old or whatever you were at the time. Be. You were about yes. 40. Uh, I also sure. had lunch last week on Monday with uh-huh. my daughter Grace, who goes to Biola. Aww. So I drove up to Biola, took her out to lunch. We went to this nice ramen place that's just off campus. That's awesome. Yeah. So we had a good time together. It's fun. That's the one big bonus of your kid being pretty close. Yes. Which, uh, you know, which your daughter's going to Biola too next year. Well, Lord, we have Lord willing, right? Yeah. She's still kind of searching, <laughs> oh, still thinking, searching. Okay, praying, okay. but okay, uh, that's okay. definitely a top choice. Oh, it's a top for choice. For me. Yeah, there you Hopefully go. Hopefully that will be for her too. Okay. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was farther along than that. I apologize for speaking no, it's too okay. soon. it's okay. Um, okay. Maybe I just actually know and you don't. Yeah, I was going to say, she, you may, she, you may she know. talk to me. No, just kidding. You may have the inside information. <laughs> Sometimes that's the case with kids. Though, for sure. Know, some random knows more than you do yeah. with their parent. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, so nothing exciting to share about President's Day. You just laid no, around. No, I think one of our kids had a baseball game, and then oh, a couple yeah, kids cool. were home. Marie had to work, which was a bummer. Oh, that is a bummer. That kind but, of makes uh, it. I finally, <laughs> I had a string of Christmas lights. This is embarrassing to confess, but on our eaves, it's kind of hard to get to. You have to get a ladder, jump on the roof. Yep. And I just been putting it off and putting it off. Yep. And then finally last Monday, I'm like, I got to get up there. It's President's Day weekend of February. Like the lights had been on longer than they actually, or, you know, had been off longer than they had actually oh, been yeah. used. Yeah. And so I finally got that final C7 strand nice. off, off the eaves. I had. You know, I still have my entire joy. Like my entire roof is still on. Like it's still there. <laughs> like, wait, you turn it on? Or? So I literally just, it's, I mean, it is. February 27th, as we are recording this, <laughs> I just unplugged it from turning on every night like three days ago, late February. I'm going to just look up, just curious, curious here. What? Testing Complaint Center. <laughs> <laughs> Where you no, man. Like a blight yeah. home. I know. So I did just turn it off because I think that um, my kids are kind of like, dad, this is getting embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, they already were embarrassed. They're embarrassed about the whole situation that it ever exists sure, at all. Yeah. But this could be, I don't know if this is breaking news, but huh. this could be the last year that I do lights on my roof. Wait, why? This could have been the last year. So I got to keep them going. Why? Because. What would cause you to stop? Because this? we're getting solar Oh. And I'm getting a whole new roof. So I have to get a whole new roof because of solar. Oh. And I'm and uh so our roof is like not deemed good enough or whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh and so and our roof's pretty old. But uh Ooh. yeah, so I've just been stapling into the roof too, just like right. going no, crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> just no regard for the <laughs> Yeah, but I think if tile. I get like this brand new roof, do I just actually just staple into it? Yeah. Somebody was like, why not? 
Just staple into it. If you've been stapling into it all this time, who cares? <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't know if I should. Anyway. Yeah. Wow, that's a dilemma. It is a pretty big dilemma. So you got to think okay, about Okay, question. It. Do you think you would win a Tustin Award light show thing if you didn't have the, the roof? The roof part of it. The roof is the... It is the... The master class the cherry part on top. of the cherry it's on the... top. It's just the <laughs> piece de resistance. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, man. It's it's pretty. We'll see. Because yeah. you can. I mean, you can see my house from the airplanes. Like if you are in an airplane, <laughs> you can see my house and that John Wait, Wayne flight. How, how do you know? You, you speak of that such confidence. No, it's just I know it. <laughs> it's just a given. Because I can see my house. So I actually have, I'm really sad because I've never been on a flight during over. Christmas season oh. at night over my house. You know what? So that, you should you should just get just a cheap a flight. Southwest yeah. flight to like Phoenix <laughs> and know. just see if you can see it. I should just turn them on. I know I, I have to go to Denver in May or something. I should just like turn it on <laughs> yeah. in May, <laughs> leave them up Still there. Still be on. But uh, no, hopefully my soul no, is done by then. But to your but, credit. It's yeah, been like I, raining every weekend. That's part of the issue. Yeah, it's part of the issue. Mm -hmm. So that's why I've got all the other lights down, but I just haven't got that part yeah. down because it's just kind of scary to go up there. Right. Plus, I'm trying to do my training and all that. Yeah, so anyway. weekends are hard. Anyway. So rain, you like it? You, is, this, is this good for you? Last week and a half? Yeah, as you hear this listener, you just think about like how you react to rain because <laughs> like I know some people like for real have like the seasonal affective disorder yeah. and just don't. You know, they get kind of depressed right. when it's like this. I I, I have a love-hate with it because mm. I feel like it's so good for our, our earth. It's sure. so good for, like, the fires, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's so good for, like, water levels the water and tablet. flowers. And I love driving around through, like, Central Coast or yes. even just, like, the local canyons. And it's green and oh, beautiful. A picture, like, in a month and a half from now. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Super bloom. The yep. whole deal. It's going to be epic. But, like, I'm just so tired of it being cold and rainy outside. <laughs> right. It's like the <laughs> – we're not used to the actual part where you have to not just do whatever you want in the middle of January or February, you know? Like, now, it's actually winter. Are you an umbrella person? No, dude. Neither am I. Yeah. Just jacket. You're fine. <laughs> How often do you really have to go that far outside? Like, if I if I have to be outside for a long time, I'll use one. Yep. But, no, it's just like – usually it's like car to building. Yep. Building to car. Yep. Exactly. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, there's people in my life that literally like would not go outside if there's they don't have an umbrella. When women's it's hair situations. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole thing with women's hair situation. I think they like right. do a lot to poof it up, and it will not. It will. It will go unpoofed. <laughs> <laughs> you worry. You worry about your hair in the in the rain. My hair will always look good, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I thought these last couple of haircuts I've had have been some of the best haircuts of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that, Jesse. <laughs> Just kidding. Used to used to go to lovely Jesse Brown. Yes, uh, and uh, but she she like retired from the business uh -huh. to go start uniquely knitted her uh -huh. and Doug but uh, so I was very bitter so now I'm just, <laughs> just I'm lashing out, out in it's my coming bitterness. out on a yes. random podcast yeah. <laughs> but actually ended up like, yeah go to this cool guy Andy that goes to our church now yeah. too so it's yeah. been fun. Andy's yeah. great love that guy yeah. so. All right. So anyways, let's get into the Sundays. Yeah. All right. So we, we've missed two Sundays. We uh -huh. can talk a little bit about both of them if we hey, like. Just a smidge about 
two weeks ago. It's a long time ago. Yeah, I don't even remember what it I was. I was going to say, yeah. I was going to stall for a minute. Uh, but yeah, the baptism story. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, two weeks ago was the baptism story. Then this week's the genealogy and the baptism of Jesus, I yep. should say. Yep. And it might be just be kind of cool to talk about them like just in the ways that they relate. We don't have to break down your sermon from two weeks ago if you yeah. feel like. I don't even know if I could at this point. It's like, you got to do it while it's fresh. Well, actually, can you see this piece of paper? Oh, no. Here I actually go. took some notes from yesterday. Oh, boy. Here we go, you and guys. I like I actually jotted, I tried to, in my mind, think, what did I talk about last week? And I had to jot it down. <laughs> oh, you did you jot things. it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, some sort of heresy about something. Yes. No, just kidding. So, we're in the, we're in the Gospel <laughs> of Luke right now in yes. chapter three, and I'm loving it. Yeah. I love chapter three. Dude, I did an Instagram post today. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this, because you like to regularly check my <laughs> Instagram stories. Right. But Blocked. I just took a picture of... <laughs> Blocked. I'm blocked on Max. <laughs> but I took a picture of like when I just open my Bible yeah. and it's like pages, This these two pages when it's just open yeah. are like part of Luke 2, some of Luke 3, and like a little bit of Luke 4. And it just represented just those, represented eight sermons Whoa, on this just one like cool. set of page yeah, like they're open. so good. Eight sermons we like dug so deep. Yeah, it's really cool. I yeah. love it. It's yeah, really that's great. really cool. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, baptism in Jesus, the idea that... Um, why the heck did he get baptized, right? Right, And right. so we were trying to wrestle with that a couple of weeks ago, and kind of a couple of the points that came out of that were like he got baptized. He was walking the road that Israel you know, was called to walk but failed to walk. And so in a sense, he was re- replicating their walk. It went down to Egypt as a little yeah. boy, just yeah. like the Israelites were held in captivity, the covenant people, God's mm. chosen people. And then part of it, too, was going out to the Jordan uh, going into the water, going into the river, just as the people did when they crossed uh, the yeah. river with Joshua. And so uh, there was some aspect of that. I'm kind of reading in the text, though, because the text does not say that. Does not say what? It does not say that that's the reason Jesus got baptized oh, no, in that no, moment. No, no. But in fact, Luke doesn't really say much about the baptism illusions. at all. But it's allusions to it as you yeah. kind of look at the bigger story of of uh, the gospel and the, of the of of the Bible. But um, anyways, and then the second thing was just that <laughs> Jesus... You're talking so fast. I don't know. I get excited. <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> but uh, in in Matthew, John the Baptist is like, I can't baptize you, Jesus. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, I, you should baptize me. I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus says it's to fulfill all righteousness. Like the idea that he was the perfect obedient son, mm-hmm. that he walked the walk that Israel and we could not possibly walk because of our sin nature and our sin action. And so, mm. so Jesus as the righteous unblemished lamb went into the water on a sense on our behalf. Yeah. Um, and so we talked about that. We talked about then how he identifies with us and we can identify with him. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it, you know, you always, as the teacher get more out of it than anybody, yeah. but I would just love, you know, I was loving that those couple verses and it's, <laughs> It's fun when God's word just comes alive, especially if it's a passage that you feel like you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like when you get something new out of like a very classic mm-hmm. passage. Yes, exactly. I was thinking because I'm. It's crazy because I'm like studying today. Yeah, I was studying for the temptation of Christ's story um, when he's in the wilderness, and it's interesting because just because as you were talking about all these allusions to the Exodus, right? That they come. Out, they come through the Red Sea and then into yeah. 40, yeah. Uh, 40 years in the wilderness. Yeah. And Jesus comes across the Jordan and then into 40 days of fasting. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about that a little That's bit good. like soon. That's really But good. yeah, it's just that whole thing. It's hard to not see that illusion, sure. even though it's not explicitly written. But yeah. I think that's what 
it's cool like how Luke and, and Jesus himself are just like, hey, I'm I'm walking this path to show you yes. people of Israel how I am the new Adam. Yeah. I am, you know, all of that. And I think that the people of that generation, they're so tied into the stories yeah. of the people of God that they would just naturally, as Luke is describing it now, post-resurrection, yeah. like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> what was your favorite part again just what you felt like was like hitting you most i guess about the baptism story i know you said some of the, some of that mm-hmm, just now mm-hmm. but um yeah i i think it's it's the idea that just jesus went into a muddy river hmm. um in a sense even just the metaphor of he came into our muddy <laughs> world mm-hmm. and did that to take our place mm-hmm. and it's just once again just so amazing to me to think yeah. through that that wow, that's the God that we can relate to and know mm. and worship and, and and have a day-to-day relationship and then have the hope of eternity with is this God that was willing to stoop down to yeah. to dunk himself in, in a murky river. So yeah, yeah that that's hits me. That's good. Yeah, that lower Jordan, you know, the, the yeah. Jordan that's farther south. Right. Um, it is like so muddy and gross. Yeah. And I do think that's kind of like we were talking about this a little bit. But I think you ended up kind of editing yourself. You didn't talk that much about your. Mm-hmm. I think you're thinking about talking more about where it was. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. like you have all these contextual things you want to share, but it's just like three minutes you don't have. It's not there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I know, but like, cause as we were talking about that, it just made me think like how, yeah, that part was so kind of like dirty and mucky, but yeah. and up North though, it's crazy how different it is. Like, yeah. Even still between the Sea of Galilee, which is the lake up in the north of mm-hmm. Israel, and then the Dead Sea, which is mm-hmm. this like weird lake in the bottom yeah, of like, right. s- more southern Israel, there's that the parts of the Jordan are in between that, uh-huh. right? And the upper part of that is like really clear and yeah. kind of pretty. Yeah. And then above the Sea Lush. of Galilee, it's yeah. like almost like rushing rapids. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's like very different parts. And so when you think about if somebody says, we, we do like to mess with people in Israel. I kind of like mess with people where I'm just like, hey, this is all the Jordan River. Like, right. Jesus was baptized in the Jordan, but like, I kind of mess with them because it's like, do you know where he was baptized? <laughs> I know. And they like super don't know. Um, no. Because they just, when you ask a question like that, everybody gets scared and overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but it was more like probably JTB, our good buddy. Yeah. John the Baptist was hanging out like farther south. Like, yeah. He was probably living south of Jerusalem. And so as you wandered out to the Judean wilderness, that probably would have been southeast of well, Jerusalem. And even that think? part is the part that's in the wilderness. Yeah. The northern part's more right, right. lush and farmy and stuff. Right. Yeah, so even the description of it would have, mm-hmm. people would have understood where that was. Yeah, dude, totally. So, anyway, so yeah, so that was a couple cool. Sundays ago. And, um, and then even just the call that, <clears throat> Hey, if you haven't been baptized yet, um, mm-hmm. what a cool opportunity we're going to have at Easter of this mm-hmm. year. Encourage cool people to you, think through that. It was cool when you announced that in your show. <laughs> I know. I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but batting cleanup, Eric P. Wakeling jumped in as a benediction. Saved my bacon. Saved my baptism. <laughs> that was just funny. I just like that. Yeah. We never actually talked about that. Totally no, right I know. I <laughs> it know. was fine. We all, dude. That's but, I, like, but I knew it was in the benediction notes, yeah. but I was, even though when you said it, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's so hard, you guys. Like when you have like certain little things that you're wanting to, to do or say in the sermon that also are sort of extra like i mean it's like we 
yeah, when you're talking about Jesus' baptism, it seems like it a seems good application. Maybe it seems like a good application to very say you could get baptized too. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's still sometimes you're just so into the like what you want people out of the text in that moment. Well, and also practically, typically like at that little point, I was going to say that as I was closing the sermon. Oh, yeah. But then the worship team's kind of coming up. Yeah. And the clock yeah. is like kind of ticking. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was like, uh, Let's yeah. pray. <laughs> yeah. When we're already like five minutes right. long or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. always gets me. It's just like, <gasps> dude, <gasps> so this, well, okay. So we should get to this. Let's Sunday jump into, bit. yeah, the genealogy. Yeah. The genealogy. The genealogy. Cameron Willis crushed it. He did a great job reading the text. I got a stat for you on that. Ooh, yes, Just please. how much he crushed it. <laughs> so Cameron started reading yeah. that genealogy passage at 23 minutes and 40 seconds into the sermon. And he ended service service. Yeah. yeah, And then ended at 27 minutes. Oh five. So it was three minutes and 25 seconds to read all of that, to read out loud the genealogy. (laughs) That's actually pretty long. If you think about it, it's pretty good. The average Navy seal can hold its breath for three minutes. So he, he read the genealogy longer than a Navy seal can hold his breath. And then I was like, Ooh, how long could you plank for? Uh, yeah. I don't think, I don't know if I could do three minutes. You could, dude. Let's try it right now. Okay, ready? <laughs> just kidding. Do you know what the world planking. record is for the uh, for a plank? Yeah, no. set in 2021. 20, nine, not minutes. Hours? Nine hours oh. holding a plank. If you don't know what a plank is, it's like basically doing a push-up on your elbows. On yeah, your forearms. Right? Yeah, and, and, and just holding your back straight. Yeah. For nine hours keeping the form too for that long would be i know crazy. i don't know what the rules were like yeah. maybe you get like five minute bathroom break every hour or something like that oh but. yeah or just you have to just like pee yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're gonna do a record i feel like there shouldn't be breaks but is it possible cameron set a record for longest continual Bible reading at Calvary Church. No way. Three minutes, 25 seconds. Oh, there's no way. We did like a, we've done like a super long Bible reading before. <laughs> I think we did like a 20 minute. Didn't we do like once where we like read a whole like book or something? <laughs> yeah, I think we did actually. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Cameron was a champ. Was amazing. Just crushed those, wor- the, the yep. hard names and. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just great. And it was like, I liked how he wasn't sort of overly dramatic like mm-hmm. about saying them in this crazy, like weird, perfect way. Mm-hmm. He just was saying them like very normally well. And, like, why, and yeah, why'd you, is that why you picked them? Why'd you pick Cameron? I don't actually pick Cameron because so Cameron has a master's degree in biblical languages, yeah. which is pretty cool. If people don't know that, like Cameron is a great person. If you have questions about the Bible, yes. like words in Greek or Hebrew, and he can also do some like, I think. Aramaic or Ugaritic yeah. or other weird <laughs> stuff. He's um, incredible. <laughs> he's wicked smart. Yeah, wicked smart. And uh, he has a beautiful Aussie accent. I feel like he's a little bit hiding his accent, though. I feel like he. I couldn't to, hear it as much. Just let it flow. Yes. Let it flow, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the pod, so it'll be funny to get his feedback uh, on this. But uh, no, it was great. Um, yeah. So yeah, he was able to. What I what I liked about someone with the knowledge, I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily care that every name was said perfectly, mm-hmm. but I like wanted the person that was going to read to just feel comfortable, right? So it's a little scary to read that genealogy. And I, and I, think, aren't I think the 
or people like on our church qualified to feel that way would probably be one of one. <laughs> Just <can't remember>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd Beckham yeah. probably could do it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just so good. What was your, what's your, yeah, I know you said Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel. Yeah. Is that your favorite name? In, in that, oh in yeah, G- dude, for sure. Zerubbabel. It's the best name. <laughs> Other ones are boring like Joram. No, J- Joda. <laughs> Joda was a cool Joda one in too. verse 27 is yeah. amazing. Joda. Just obviously think of our Star Wars. Well, hero. you gotta, it's like, yeah, do you say that with the, the, yeah, the, Yoda, like, or Hoda? Like, uh, like Juan. So Juan is with a J. Yeah. But you don't say Juan, you say Juan. So maybe Joda is actually Yoda. Yeah. Yaakov. I've never thought about it like yeah, that. Yeah. Like Jacob in Hebrew even is actually Yaakov. Yaakov. Yeah. Yaakov. Um, oh so it is yoda oh, i'm going with it <laughs> first oh my Luke god chapter 3 verse 27 it's Man, yoda why it? did we think about why that did we? four days ago <laughs> i'm so sad um i actually looked up just kind of did a little search of like where where's yoda now where's yoda's what's his oh, origin yeah. story or anything like that and the only place he's mentioned is actually in the apocrypha the catholic kind of extra oh, interesting biblical yeah. books and he's mentioned in, is it Estrada? I, I'm like actually the opposite of camera. I'm the worst at announcing names, but <laughs> Estradas, or, it's, it's, it's actually an, another form of Ezra, but it's the Greek, they call it the Greek Ezra because there's, there's, there's an Old Testament book called Ezra, but it's almost like the second Ezra. It's in the Apocrypha. If you want to look it up, chapter five, book one. Vestratus. <laughs> I was just trying to be quiet and watch you. I actually have no idea what you're saying, yeah, but I think yeah. you're great. Yeah. So Joda's mentioned it there That's as no. one of the. Don't say Joda. Yoda. <laughs> Yoda's listed in there as one of the guys who was rebuilding the wall uh, in Nehemiah's day as, as the exile. Um, covenant people oh, cool. are returning back. Wow. Yoda is one of those. Yoda. I will confess I did not study all 77 names listed uh, on there to do a deep dive. Were expected to, needed to. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's a bunch of them, though. Like most, I almost mm-hmm. like are, that's like the only place that word is used. Not most, many of them. It's the only place that word is yeah. used in the entire Bible. So fascinating. Which is, huh? yeah, super wild. So one more fun fact on um, Yoda. Uh-huh. So as he was rebuilding the wall, uh, the the Greek Ezra, the Apocrypha, yeah. says that he actually said, try, there is no try, there's only. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love this. Do you know what um, what planet or system Yoda is from? Easy. What? Tatooine. No, wrong. <laughs> First of all, it's Tatooine. <laughs> Second of all, it's the Dagobah system. Whoa. Yeah. That's nerd alert right there. Right? <laughs> that's that's like low level nerddom though. It's not even like medium level nerd. That's just like So that just basics. shows how cool you are. Yeah, you're you're too cool to be that nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else is on your little note page oh, over there? Yeah, let's take a look at this. <laughs> um well, on our genealogy Sunday, that was a great sermon. Mm, it was fine. Yeah, what? I don't know. I was a little down on it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. This is like an inside look into like the preacher's mindset. I think okay. sometimes I don't. I think I was not as clear when uh-huh. I was explaining some of the differences of the Mark and Luke, as, or I mean the Matthew and Luke. 
Yeah, there you go. The Matthew and Luke differences of those genealogies uh-huh. as I wanted to be. Uh-huh. In my head, I had it dialed and I felt like I just kept talking. I uh-huh. felt like I was just like saying, yeah. just kept going. And I also felt like at my conclusion, like with the response, I just kept talking. And I'm like, mm. I got off stage and I was like, I went like five minutes just at the end there, just talking. What am I doing? Be quiet. Get off stage. So I don't know. I just couldn't <laughs> stop myself. Like, shut up. Shut up. Well, <laughs> Okay, a couple a couple thoughts just to encourage you. Yeah. So no, that's but okay. Yes, this is not thank pity. You. This okay. is not pity. Okay. This is truth. <laughs> okay. One thing, even in the context of Calvary, as you're preaching, something that you're not aware of, I think always when you're preaching or whoever's preaching, mm-hmm. is how the slides can be a compliment to you. I mean, you obviously make the slides to compliment yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. But how that's even just kind of helps clear up if there's something that's fuzzy in what you're saying. Yeah. The slides can clear it up. I thought the diagram that you showed was great. That's true. As far as all the names and we had the Matthew and the Luke kind of portions there. Yeah. So maybe people were just staring at that. They just, that's all they needed. True. But I just meant like the reasons of why they're different. So you like know. where one is the one is like the one that's of Mary and one's the one of Joseph. That is a very common one. I mentioned the Jeconiah curse situation. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really explain it very thoroughly. But again, it's just like too much, like too lot. much headiness. Yeah. Then there's this whole other one that I still barely can understand what I was saying <laughs> about like how one is like the heirs at any given time or mm-hmm. something is what the person said instead mm-hmm. of like the way. And then the other is like the way it flows mm-hmm. from Joseph specifically. But I don't know, whatever that, that I think even when my own, that whole, like, uh, what is it? The like, uh, yeah. mist, mist in the yeah. pulpit, fog in the fog <laughs> in the pews. Quote, Cause I own it. <laughs> yes. Mist in the pulpit, fog in the pews. But, uh, yeah, a little bit of that, but it's just like, where that one rationale I was giving, sure. I don't totally even understand the rationale, but I just wanted to like share how there are a few different rationales for why they're different. Well, yeah, it's, I think what you're trying to say is it's intentional, right? It's not like, Oh, yes. whoops, we made a mistake. The, right. the two genealogies are, are in contradiction to each other. And that proves the Bible is flimsy yep. and not, you know, authority authoritative, but it's like, right. no, no, there was a plan here. Yeah. And that's why to me, that whole thing of the, the, canonical council whatever mm-hmm. the council mm-hmm. i forget which one it was that de- that like determined whether these are scriptural books mm-hmm. um like or, yoda or yeah. not <laughs> greek the greek ezra of the apocrypha <laughs> yeah like why yoda's book's not in it right um but yeah but like they they knew that these were different names and they weren't phased yes they they were just like these were like very important books too obviously yes. these four gospels Yes. And so they weren't phased by it. And so I think it's really important for us to kind of get our heads into, okay, we should almost be thinking more, why were they not phased by it Absolutely. versus why are the names different? Yep. It's almost like a greater point to have to prove yeah. that that would equal there being something wrong. Yeah. And I, it also, I think, speaks to the idea of the, the inerrancy untouchedness, if I could say it like that of the scriptures that if they did want to make it more congruent to like, okay, we need to make it more trustworthy. Yeah. Let's oh, just like right. sponge these names up, expunge these names a little bit to make them more synced. In. Yes. But it's like, no, the, the authors, like you said, yeah. understood the reasons for the differences were confident in those reasons and then let things stay. And I think you can say that about so many different places in the scriptures yep. Yep. where it's like, huh, when you first look at it, but you're like, Oh Yeah. Yeah, actually, it proves <laughs> that this was trustworthy. If it yeah. if it just all synced and matched, then right, maybe that's when the red flags would pop up. Right, exactly. Because yeah, there's another one coming up this next week where the Matthew account and the Luke account are kind of different. The mm-hmm. temptation. The only 
difference is it's the same three temptations that the devil brings to Jesus, but the second and third ones in the order are flipped in Mm -hmm. the order that they're written. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that is like, again, what was the Bible trying to do? Mm -hmm. It wasn't trying to tell you this like story of here's how these three temptations came in or the order they came in. I think it's kind of like, what is that important or Mm -hmm. not? But mm-hmm. I do think that is like a hang up for people of sure. just why the word, because sometimes like the word inerrancy, you know, the every jot and tittle kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, mm-hmm. people get like, oh, okay, well, if you're like hanging your, like everything you believe, but these two temptations come in a slightly different order, mm-hmm. you know, like, does that crush your entire belief system? Right. Well, I certainly hope not because like to, it shows how like the, it's the inspired work of the Holy spirit in conjunction with a human author. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, I, I you know, like, Oh, it's like, I've always known that story to be this way or like, yep. and some, some people think it's a post thing where the textual, like, so this is called textual criticism or whatever is in the way that the, the text was maintained. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there can be something that's a scribe, you know, flip the order at some sure. point or something. And so a lot of times we'll say it's inerrant and it's original autographs. Um, so when it was originally written versus like, yeah, there can be some slight little errors, but we're so astounded by how the same it, the scriptures are actually like that's what the whole beautiful thing of the dead sea scrolls was is that you had a thousand year gap where you had these same texts that were from like a thousand years ago that were could never have had scribes touch them with the ones now that the scribes have touched for a thousand years and then they were like they were like almost just a couple little tiny little points exactly the same grammar stuff yeah yeah yeah, just like grammar stuff yeah actual stuff so that's what's cool about that but still you gotta reckon you gotta reckon with these hard yeah these hard things remember the Kimball book too it's like um, yes is the bible written to us or for us yes (laughs) actually i always flip it what is it (laughs) i know I think the point for you, not to you. Yes. Yes. So even just to understand, okay, this is a Middle Eastern, Eastern mindset. Yeah. And so potentially with the, with the temptations, one author could be, I'm going to list them by importance. Right. And my, in my mind, what's important, <clears throat> mm-hmm. or I'm going to list it in a way because I'm going to make a point about each one metaphorically next. Yeah. Where another author could be like, no, I'm going to list them and how I heard they actually appeared to Jesus. Yes. yes. So both could be right. I'm going to list one of importance or I'm going to lift one because of how the, the or timeline went. Right. In our Western thinking, though, it's always linear. It's always yes. timeline yes. oriented. Everything's connected to time. Yes. So I think that's even something to kind of be aware of as we read a lot of the narratives of both the Old and the New Testament. Yeah. It's such a different mindset. Yet the beautiful thing, too, is an eight-year-old or an eight-year-old's can still understand it in our modern era too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I forget where we were. Oh yeah. We were on the, um, so the genealogy in the genealogy with the the two different, (laughs) with the two different genealogies. Yeah. And we were talking about how you're like, (sighs) Oh yeah. A little down on myself. Oh yeah. So I was just like, I felt like I was kind of like going on and on Hmm. and I felt like I could have just had a much more succinct and more clear way of explaining that. Mm-hmm. I liked the things I said, mm-hmm. but I just felt like I wasn't as clear. I see. And so, I don't know, I beat myself up over clarity mm-hmm. um, and and going on and on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are a couple of, anyway, so I just was kind of feeling like, yeah, that's a bummer, sorry about that. But, but I, I, do, I do like that one thing though, whoops, within that, that I said about how the reader or the writer 
knows what the reader already knows. Yeah. The, the first century reader, let's Absolutely. say, or the Old Testament reader, whoever, yeah. whoever it might be. Yeah. So the writer is writing this stuff to a certain like group of people. And it's especially, it's easier to understand, especially with like the epistles. Like it's written to a certain church totally. in a certain place, or at least like these seven context, churches context, or whatever. Context, context, yeah. Yeah, there's just so much context that... The person, let's say Paul, is writing it, and he knows what they already know. Totally. And that's part of, like, even why we have so much struggle today over, like, I mean, uh, one of these hot debated issues these days is, like, women in, right. in leadership and ministry kind of yeah. stuff. And it's because, like, we're all trying to understand what did yeah. the reader already know, yeah. right? Or what was going on in that town or what was yeah. going on in those people. Like, for example, church. Yeah. if I told you right now, <clears throat> oh, guess what? I saw Simpson today. Mm-hmm. You would know what I meant by that. Yeah, I know that Josh Simpson came back from sabbatical and it was his first day back in the office. Right. Yes. But <laughs> but if I just wrote that down and someone, you know, six months from now read that, that has no context right. of Calvary Church. 2,000 years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Simpson today. What does that mean? Homer right. Simpson that I saw? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is there like a Simpson like auto store or something? Yeah. yeah. But we also don't want to like get so far that you have to have some special lenses, glasses, and understand or read the Bible. <laughs> like there's sure, there but some parts you do. I mean, I I like to make the Bible accessible to everyone. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But some parts you really need to be able to like have a. You have to have a little more understanding to get it. Well, there. I mean, there's been cults that have been started on <laughs> a lack of context, <laughs> right, or right. proper reading of what genre the Bible is, right, things like that. So right, yeah, that's right. a good point. But I think what I'm saying is that. Don't get so stuck up or don't uh, stuck up. Not the right word. Stuck. Don't get stuck yeah. in, um, Oh, I, I need an expert to explain this to yes, me. Yes. Yes. Like the Bible is, is an open book that's meant to be digested and read. And even like how I yeah. came across the baptism story, read that a hundred times I've yeah. taught on it, yeah. but then still had like fresh excitement, fresh bread in a sense that was delivered to me that yeah. reading and that study last that week. So the same is with us, right? You look through the genealogy or, like, I don't get it. Like you can say, like, right, we like, can skip it. <laughs> and then maybe you find Yoda. And right, you're right. Like, Whoa, it's amazing. That's what's cool. Cause there is, there's both. There's like a plain reading understanding yeah. that is like helpful and beautiful. But then there's also another level of like richer understanding. Mm -hmm. Like the whole thing about the 30 years. Yeah. Like the 30 year old thing. Isn't that good? You could just read that and think if you just read it at the surface, you're like, oh, cool. He's 30. Yeah. That's great. Like, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Just I think a fact. My mind can even like, I think I can just even as a fact understand, oh, wow, that's, you know, we last heard from him when he was 12 mm -hmm. and now he's 30 and then we don't see his dad anymore. You mm -hmm. can kind of, you can pick that up probably just like on your own, mm -hmm. but to remember all the way back from like Leviticus or mm -hmm. whatever of what the age of priests priesthood. of mm -hmm. priesthood is like, I don't know if I would have been able to remember that Yeah, <laughs> if I was yeah. just reading straight through. And so it's helpful to have some experts that remind right. you of some things. Yeah, So intentional. And the beautiful thing about the world we live in is like, it's a lot easier to totally. get access to that information yeah. even just even like just the bible project alone if yeah. people do some of the bible project stuff alone you're getting so much richness and, yeah. and context yeah. so yeah it it's difficult because in our google world um you can be overwhelmed with information yeah, that too you're even right. like kind of wondering like okay where do i go where, what's, yeah. what's reliable yeah um but at the flip side of what you just said, so true. It's like never before in the history. Of, like we used to have Encyclopedia Britannica in our yes, bookshelf. Dude. And it was like, if you wanted to look up <laughs> like facts about a tiger, 
<laughs> yes. Like, yes. Go to the bookshelf, pull up in the T's of yes. the encyclopedias and like hope you have a page on it. Did you did you like that though? I love that. <laughs> like I loved we had a we were a world book family. That uh-huh. was like the other brand. Right. That was the off brand. <laughs> or maybe whoa, that was the high-end brand. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. We were always like, we like World Book better. And then other people were like, we like Encyclopedia Britannica better. That's like a real nerdy conversation. Wait, I was gonna say there's, there was actually people. I actually that debate. I actually did have that kind of debate with people, <laughs> which is frightening. Probably just because I was the guy with the weird version. It was kind of like it was like having an Apple computer, but like 30 years ago when it was not that many people had one, right. you know, and you were like, I have an Apple. I'm cooler than you. And they're like, you're just dumb. Uh, so but I used to love I was kind of maybe I'm a nerdy kid, but I loved like pulling off hmm. uh, a book and just kind of reading yeah. about some random little thing. And yeah. um, I thought that was kind of fun. But um, yeah, it's like but you're right. Like that stuff was so hard. And you had to yeah. have huge libraries. You had even just to read them you had to have education to help you read them because right. a lot of these commentaries would have old, like like big sections of them are only written in greek and you got to yeah. be able to read the greek to read the commentary and yep. it's that's challenging totally. so so yeah like that's it's just a lot easier now and so one of the things i was even just talking to someone about this of how knowledge now is um it's not just what you know but it's knowing how to find what yeah. you don't know yeah and in the right places and so i do think we like we have some experience and that's why we would make some recommendations that are safe to you even of, Mm -hmm. uh, that aren't going to be kooky and and just super out there of, Mm -hmm. of, uh, of good study sources. And so that's why it's sometimes it's easy to recommend like something like the Bible project because it's like accessible on your phone or on your computer and it's easy. But even if you guys like want help, if you ever want to like dig into a commentary or something and you want recommendations, we can both uh, help with that. Yeah. Totally. Good sources for that. So so, anyway, yeah, we get on little tangents on things. Yeah, so, the, so the genealogies, kind of the three main points you're yeah, making, right. was that, you know, genealogies show that our faith rooted in the history, geneal- genealogies show that our God's sovereign, and then those are both excellent, truthful points, but it was the third point that was really mm. kind of grabbing my heart, and it was mm-hmm. the, the genealogy shows that God cares about family and welcomes us into his, his family. family. Yeah. And uh, that Again, such a great reminder to me. And then you even did like a little side note of if you're adopted and maybe you've always kind of felt like that's, mm-hmm. I don't know how you exactly word it, like the second negative or less yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like that was God's plan. Mm-hmm. Actually adoption was his plan with each of us. And yeah. I thought that was just a really powerful point and that's cool. a good reminder too of that is our God. He is a God of adoption. Yeah. And we're all um, have that privilege and right to be adopted by yeah. him. Ephesians 1 5 is so good, so good. too. Yeah, yeah. So good about something like uh, what it says in the end, like, and it pleased him to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Got my own papers. Oh, I, <laughs> I had it on the screen, so I didn't ever end down here. But just yeah. that, yeah, we are adopted. But by God, he he planned in advance yeah. to adopt us into his family. Yeah. And like, and it pleased him to do it. Yeah. Like, it's so cool. And I love how that connected to the baptism story of where mm-hmm. Jesus or the father says to Jesus, like, you are my son whom I love and yes. whom I am well pleased. Yes. And then it pleases me to do this for you to yeah. us as well. Like yeah. you are also my kids. Totally. Yeah. That's powerful. I think yeah. too. that was striking me a lot. So yeah, it was fun to talk about that. I want to talk to some people. Like if you're somebody that's either you're adopted or you're an adoptive parent, mm-hmm. like I'd love to hear how that hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, even just, <laughs> If there's anything, any landmines I hid in there that were yeah. negative, uh, I tried to be really sensitive in the mm-hmm. way it was said, but mm-hmm. just uh, like if that, hopefully that could be some cool like 
reassuring for you or for your mm-hmm. kids or whoever, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, but we're all, it's a beautiful thing that that's what God does is he adopts totally. all of us. Totally. Yeah. So I love that. So that was, that was a 30 minute sermon on the genealogies. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love crazy. it. I love it. Yeah. Genealogy. Pretty... All God's word. That's right. Useful. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I know. I had somebody be like, I don't skip it. Like they were all kind of like, <laughs> like, you need to relax, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah. So he was like the whole, whole scripture, man. I'm like, I, I, I did say that. Yes. The whole, like the, yeah. all of scripture is useful and all that, but like it also has its certain place. For sure. Totally. <laughs> well, there's a reason why there's not necessarily worship songs written about gene- <laughs> genealogies, right? That'd be awesome. That's what we should have Wathen do is just write oh, a... that's the next challenge. <laughs> the next challenge. <laughs> to the tune of Shipwrecked. <laughs> if he could do that, that would be yeah. perfect. <laughs> and that was a fun moment at the beginning, too, yeah. when we were talking to Austin, the ASL interpreter, yeah. during that part. But uh, Dude, yeah. Didn't he tell you something later about it? Like, yeah, because, okay, so typically people don't know in sign language, like when it's names, mm-hmm. they're typically spelling the name. That's how they do a name. Oh, interesting, um, yeah. Because that's, you know. You mean just going through the alphabet? Like, yeah, just spelling letters. Z, U, U R, R, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's just being read, like, you know, <laughs> Zerubbabel, no for that. son of Shealtiel. Yeah. And then you're trying to just hear what those words are mm-hmm. as an interpreter, because he, he knew they know the text that we're doing. Mm-hmm. They don't have, like, all our notes in front of them or anything, but they know the text. So he could have just had the text open. Yeah. But usually they're just going, like, off what you say. Right. And I think he started, he said he started to spell them, and then he just kept saying, and this guy's son, and this guy's son, and this guy's son. <laughs> but that's the point, right? It was like, boom, yeah, generation, yeah. generation, generation. Yeah. And, yeah. and then it's just like, I think it was a little bit like, <laughs> by the way, turn to Luke 3 in your Bibles and just, <laughs> yeah, you can read, just it. read it yourself, guys. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> this is like the easiest part, for, you know, the, the rest that the, the easiest part just to read yeah. as a person that can't hear it. So I have on the side um, note to have so much respect for translators. Um, oh, yeah. Both whether it's uh, ASL or it's um, like Spanish to English or yeah, whatever yeah, the case is, yeah. but like just even watching, I'm so in awe of it. Yes. Especially that like, um, I always call it like the UN style yes. where they have the headphones on yes. and then they're just saying it at the same time. Cause you're having to hear it yeah, and then just be talking while you're hearing it. So, cause they're, you know, the whole, I can't stand quite honestly for myself as a communicator or a listener, mm-hmm. the say a phrase, in English, and then a guy says a phrase in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Say a phrase in English, and the guy says a phrase in Spanish. Yeah, it's hard. Like, that's just so hard to get a flow as a communicator. Yeah. Remember when we were in Germany <clears throat> several years ago, we went to a German church, mm-hmm. and there was a guy sitting right behind us, like six inches from our ears, and just <laughs> whispering the whole time in English, like, hey, so what are you saying right now? What is that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And he was just real time. He was just on it. Yeah, just real time whispering to us. That was yeah. crazy. So crazy. Um, but yeah, so that, that whole deal is hard, but, um, yeah, I don't recommend the phrase to phrase interpretation, <laughs> but we do it sometimes did it. We did it in the fall in our, uh, yeah. Mandarin service. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, okay. good Sunday, everybody. Uh, the response and worship was really fun too. And I feel like God's doing some really great things in this get, get ready mm-hmm. sermon series. The blessing thing yeah, at the end was that's so right. cool. Yeah. So when we faced We've done that once before, we did it once before during a was like a year ago during a, one of our prayer focus services. Yeah. Um, maybe a little, yeah, about a year ago, a little over mm-hmm. a year ago. The first one we ever did, we did that because mm-hmm. it was all about bl- blessing mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, we just decided like, hey, this might be a cool thing to do every once in a while. I had somebody like, we should on Sunday. Somebody's like, that was so good. We should do that like once a month, man. <laughs> and like, I was like, I don't, you know, that was. I agree, it was awesome. Yeah. We should probably do it re- a little more regularly, but right. probably not once a month. Yeah. But um, but it was so it's so powerful. Like people are crying, mm-hmm. dude, just mm-hmm. singing these words to one another. Yeah. As uh, I think it's Ephesians five says mm-hmm. to do. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Because I've always read that in the scriptures when it says to like I've never really sing these yeah. um, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to one another or something right. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to practice. <laughs> I know. <sighs> so yeah, another good Sunday. God's been really gracious to us in 2023. I feel yes. like it's doing some really, really cool things here at Calvary. Do we need to, should we have a little, um, little, little Calvary advertisement section here for Reach Week coming up? <laughs> How much will you pay the podcast to advertise the Reach Week Ooh, events? Yeah, this is like an advertising space. Like, all right, mm-hmm. we'll be back in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you use car wax? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Reach Week's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. It's so great. March 11th through the 19th, a couple Sundays mixed in there. I have about 30 of our Calvary missionaries that are going to be in town and hanging out with us at Calvary, which is just, it's like my... It's like my Christmas as far as like, it's just so yeah. fun seeing all these just amazing people that are just around Calvary for those few weeks and just interacting with, with us as a church family. And they're a part of our church family. So Absolutely. it's really great. So, so it's coming up. Yeah. Especially those two Sundays when you're mm-hmm. here, the 12th and 19th, to uh, be looking for people with those name tags on yes. and ask them questions. Like yes. strike, that's the thing. Like they want to talk. Like they're yeah. really, they're walking around hoping people will talk with them. Yeah, for sure. So it's kind of awkward when people don't talk to you when you want people to talk to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so talk to them. And then it's like, yeah, there's like a dinner on the 11th. There's yep. a like sort of musical production thing mm-hmm. on the 12th at night. Mm-hmm. There's a family fun night on the Wednesday. Yep, seeking refuge on a Thursday night. Yeah, and then like men's and women's sort yeah, we're doing of like breakfast, little, brunch yeah, things. Yeah, we're doing a breakfast and just kind of gather together on that Saturday the 18th. It's going to be super great. Yeah, that's going to be cool. So yep. check yeah. out our website out, calvary.org slash reach. Did you say calvary.org? Calvary Life. Come on. Come on. Calvary Life.org. Calvarychapel.org. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I wonder what, who has Calvary.org. <laughs> Speaking of Calvary Chapel, yeah. Oh, what? You're going to see the Jesus Revolution? Oh, yes. I actually do want to see this. It's just the only movie I've seen in the theater, like in the last year, was Top Gun. <laughs> I did too. That's my last one I saw. <laughs> so I need to, I don't know if I, you know what I mean? Like, I just, it's going to take me a little while. Yeah. Like, no offense to anybody that made it. It is a little strange seeing Kelsey Grammer as Chuck Smith. Well, I just picture him being Fraser. Yeah, the other weird thing is like the guy that plays Jesus yeah. in The Chosen is the Jonathan guy Rumi. Lonnie Frisbee. Yeah, in who is kind of a key character in this story, right. and uh, and so that's just like I'm having a hard time getting my head around him totally. not being Jesus. Right, it's like how Jim Caviezel yes. like, wasn't yeah, in movies. Yeah, passion. For, he had yeah. a really hard time breaking out of that role. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, Calvary.org, by the way, is Calvary Lutheran Church of Golden Valley. Oh, in California. Is that? Uh, yeah. I don't okay. know. I don't know. But they must have snagged that like in 1993. I know. They were on it. <laughs> they were on it. We had to take them down. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a website back in the day, a little blog called orangecountypastor.com. Oh, yeah. Do you still own the I URL? I don't. Okay. But someone told me, they're like, bro, you could sell that thing. 
Oh. I saw that so many Orange County pastors that would want to buy that. Nobody wants that. No one wanted it. No, everybody just Still wants Still out there. Name. If you want it, you can have it. Yes. Yes. Although I couldn't get ericwakeling.com. Why? Because somebody has it. Oh. Yeah, and I don't know who. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. There's a, oh, you bought it. You want me to buy it <laughs> off you? So I have like ericwakeling.me for when I was like did my book and stuff uh-huh. and stupid stuff like that. But like, yeah, ericwakeling.me is my website if you want to read some great <laughs> blog articles that I haven't updated in a couple months. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, like there's a guy named Eric Wakeling uh-huh. that was a, mm, that was a fake uh-huh. That little uh-huh you just did was fake. What are you talking about? Mm, I was like, there's a guy named Eric Wakeling and you go, uh huh. Well, and you no, gave me this look. It was no. It was there was. No, it was it's fake. like a, what? A yes. Next. Mm, keep I going. I didn't like it. <laughs> you guys, this is what I deal with. <laughs> it is. No, no. But he was a World War II demolition guy. Have Whoa. I told you this before? No, he deserves that website. I know. Give it him. Give so him the domain. So he did like I think it was like even underwater demolition or something in World <laughs> wow. War II, like an early sort of British seal, like whatever those like British underwater demolition. I wonder if he could hold his breath as long as Cameron could read could, scripture. Probably. My guess is yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jesus Revolution. Yeah, oh yeah, you Jesus Revolution. Yeah, you want to see it. Sorry, I forgot what we were talking you about. You know what's kind of weird? My dad is just is strangely connected in some just strange ways, but he was buddies with Lonnie Frisbee. He and oh, my mom. no way. Yeah, they actually had him over for dinner one time. and They've got like a hippie vibe to him. Yeah, they parents. had a total hippie vibe back then. <laughs> That's their That's cool. era. But, uh, I love it. But yeah, Lonnie Frisbee has kind of a sad story, though. He That's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know all the details of it, but I think the movie touches on it a little bit. Okay, so you haven't seen it yet? I've not seen it. When are you going to see it? You got tickets? I actually Googled this weekend. When is it going to be streamed? <laughs> I know. That's my <laughs> it thing, It said too. it's coming out on the Peacock Network or Peacock. Yeah. But it didn't give a date. Didn't give a date. Yeah. So. I know. I always feel guilty because everyone's like, are you seeing it so you can support, you know, whatever the, you know, <laughs> the more the people that see it the opening weekend, sure. the more blah, blah, blah. So I, I just. Jonathan Ruby actually really uh, tweeted because I follow him. Oh, wow. Uh, he, he wrote, guys, keep seeing this movie. We got to. Uh, Outsell Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I think it's the name of another <laughs> movie is, that came out. Like some just dumb horror movie. And so he's like, come on, guys, we're close. Yeah. <laughs> I was so shocked of how much like I'm seeing ads for this Cocaine Bear movie. <laughs> and it's just like one of these movies that's intentionally ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like Sharknado or it's, something. It's a Sharknado. Yeah. yeah like this yeah. bear eats a bunch, like some, some, uh, cartel plane like accidentally <laughs> drops a bunch of cocaine in the woods uh-huh. and then some bear just like eats it all uh-huh. and then goes like insane and starts killing everyone <laughs> but it's just so i'm laughing about no it's fair it, i think people. it's like supposed to be so far that it's funny right. like you know but yeah that's it's so weird that a movie like that does well yeah it's just crazy yeah and that's why it's like so frustrating I people think, just bored you're and... battling against cocaine bear with your, <laughs> right. like, story of like one of the great like movements of faith in the last hundred years it's or whatever sure. uh, yeah. so anyway but yeah we got to see it that'd be yeah. cool yeah. um all right cool matthew anything else you want to discuss any nonsense we uh we love all of you listeners thanks for giving us some of your time it's yeah. a joy to to know you connect with you we did get an email from Cameron Willis. Whoa, speaking of. Yeah, speaking of the famous Cameron Willis. Yeah. This was uh like this was last week before he'd done his reading. Okay. But um he was bringing up uh when you he said um 
when you mentioned the Thursday meeting, my mind went immediately to Asbury. He was thinking about the Asbury mm. um, revival kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he recommends an article that like I didn't read yet, but um, <laughs> then he says, <laughs> then he says, the reason why putting our body forward matters, because we were talking about like, you know, What's, what's the deal with like going forward? Like, why do we care oh, if people yeah. like come to the front to right. kneel? Um, and why do we care about that stuff? And if God's presence is everywhere, what's the deal with like, right. Cause it's just being showy to other people or what? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, the reason why putting our body forward matters is because of what you were discussing earlier. Our body is God's temple. We're not disembodied souls. God gave us a body to worship him with it. Mm -hmm. And he said, there's some gospel connections that are pretty awesome as well. Mm. Um, But then he was said, it was super sad. He stayed home with a sick kid last Sunday. (laughs) Speaking of body. Yeah. 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 Your body will keep you. Betray you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's part of like, even I think why you being physically present matters. Mm -hmm. We care about you being physically present. Yeah. If there's reasons why you can't be, we understand. Right. But, and we're not doing this to try and boost our numbers or something, but Mm -hmm. we feel like our actual embodied selves being in the same room together Mm -hmm. does something cool. Like Mm -hmm. there's something cool that's happening when we all gather together and it's an encouragement to one another. And we all are bringing even more of that manifest presence of God into the room. Well, like an example of that is of course football, but (laughs) went to like the Rams Raiders game in December yes. and totally remember all these details about that game because I was physically there. Yeah. If you just watched it, but if I had watched it, I would have forgotten about it mm. in a couple hours, a day or two. Cause so, you lived it. <laughs> I lived it. We don't need to go there. We've already lived it. That's the end of Pee Wee Herman's big adventure. <laughs> yes, that's, that's totally thinking about. <laughs> I love oh, that part. I know. I don't need to watch it, daddy. I lived it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, Cameron, <laughs> thank you for emailing us. Yes. The lone. Yes. The loner. The lone email. The lone emailer after the chastising emails we got for uh, not meeting people at the flagpole. Oh yeah. Oh, I actually did have a follow up with that. Oh, okay, please. So yeah. So there was. There's been multiple sightings now of people that were waiting for us that day. What? Multiple people. Oh. I know. Oh my goodness. Maybe st- we still got to pick a new day for this, but I feel like we need to keep building the. Not, you don't want to announce it yet? No, no, I'm too scared. I got to remember, <laughs> we got to plan it outside of this room and then bring a plan in here that we tell people. We can't just spawn. Yeah, we can't no, just we like do, say it. No, we do it spontaneously. We'll fail people again. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we'll be like, let's do it the first uh, weekend of Reach Week. And then <laughs> you're like the busiest I'll you've totally ever forget. been in your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Okay, it's coming. Okay, this was great. Thank yep. you, Matt. Appreciate you and your weird zipper DJ songs. And uh, thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.